If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. For centuries, the goddess energy has been embodied by the sensitive and intuitive power of the moon. In this episode, we talk about how to align your manifestations with the natural divine feminine power of the new moon and full moon phases. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, to our sacred space in the virtual cyber realm, wherever you're listening today. My name is Christina Wooten. I'm certified psychic medium. I'm here with Robert Wooten, who is a certified Reiki master teacher and energy expert. Hello. I'm excited about our topic today because anytime we can talk about embodying the divine feminine energies, I feel like it brings more healing into the world. I think that, you know, we're going to talk about this connection between the moon and the divine feminine, but there's been such a craving and such a calling out for healing, for more integration of the peace, the within, the intuitive feminine into our world to create more balance and ultimately to support resolution of some of the 
overabundance of masculine energy that's often represented in the world. So I'm excited about talking about that a little bit more in creating that space. There has been a very strong movement in the world for each of us to step more into divine feminine power and create more balance. We've seen this spiritually as people have talked about the age of the divine feminine being among us. We have seen physically the Me Too movement and also women taking more important roles as figureheads like Malala and Greta Thunberg and we're seeing more and more of this talk of burnout too. So the sun is a very masculine energy. And when we reach burnout within ourselves, it's our bodies and our minds and our spirits saying, hey, I have been existing in the masculine so long that my inner sun has just burnt completely out and is craving its balance, which is the feminine energies. And you know, what leads to burnout, these very masculine aspects that have gotten out of balance, such as pushing too hard and not resting and, you know, feeling like you have to be over vigilant all the time or overthinking and overdoing. What helps us to recover when we are in that place of burnout is all the feminine things. So things associated with the yin energy, it's quiet, it's restoration, it's going inward, it's smoothness and listening and stillness and nurturing. It's really a beautiful time to be talking about the moon and the power of it. You know, obviously the power of the moon is not anything new. This is something that we've all known for a long time. But the moon is just an incredible link to the divine feminine energies all around us and within us. And when we can align with the moon, it's a very sensitive and beautiful way of being with and balancing the feminine energies of the world. It's a way of connecting with your intuition and softening into being because in, intuition in and of itself is very connected with the yin and the feminine aspects, the ability to receive. As we know, we're talking about manifesting today and the moon, if you look in history about the goddesses and the goddess energy that's always been associated with the moon, they're usually goddesses that are also connected with fertility as well. And that's, you know, the energy of creation and manifestation and bringing something into form. So the moon has always been associated for many centuries with the concept of manifestation and fertility in many different aspects. What I think is fun about the moon is we see the tangible power of the moon in a way that we don't see it with some of the other planets that all still have a powerful influence. If you're not 100% sure about astrology, just take a note of what's happening in your Mercury retrogrades. That ought to let you know. But we see with in the moon, you can see it physically and tangibly with the presence of the tides. And you can't deny the power of something that can move the ocean every single day. I mean, it just... It, to me, it's exciting. It just boggles my mind. I think it's such a beautiful expression of interconnectedness. When we see how the moon, some a celestial, you know, element that's out into this, you know, the skies still has this very incredible impact on day to day life. It's phenomenal. I know growing up on a farm, of course, this was in the south, and my grandfather, who was a farmer, would always uh, choose a moon cycle to plant on. 
And depending on what he was planting, whether it was a above ground crop or a root crop, mm-hmm. would be determined by whether it was going to be planted on the full moon or on a new moon. And he would wait an entire cycle if he if he was off or we had too much rain or something like that happened that uh, was going to throw off when he could plant. Mm-hmm. He would wait until the next cycle because he really firmly believed and had been proven year after year that if you got the cycle off, even in a place like Florida, which it gets a lot of rain and a lot of sun and it's very fertile, your crops can grow less if they're not planted mm-hmm. on the right moon cycle. I mean, you think about that with... Um, a whole month being off in the planting. So if you miss it, oh my gosh, a month is huge in how something's able to grow. But if you do that and under the right energy influence, it won't matter because yeah, the, right. you know, ultimately it it is able to grow and develop to the level that it needs to and, you know, surpass what might be expected. You see it in the farmer's almanac. The moon cycles are always, you know, noted. And I think that's a very common aspect for people who have to be in such alignment with the earth. But what I hadn't heard is what you were sharing about whether it was an above ground or, you know, more of a tubular underground crop. So that's pretty neat that, you know, those had the different cycles. Yeah, he would shift also if if you missed your full moon because of some extra too much rain or something wasn't quite right, then he would perhaps maybe grow more of a different crop depending on which cycle he had to plant it on. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. and, And so because we canned everything also and preserved it, it wasn't such a bad thing to miss one thing and just plant more of the other thing. You just got more cans if you did that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you just have potatoes forever. Right, right. <laughs> forever. A lot of potatoes or a lot of peas, it seems right. like. Yeah. It's like Bubba Gump's potatoes, you know. Right. You want tater tots, you want fries, you want baked potatoes. I do remember when I worked at the psychiatric hospital that you knew full moon, especially the day before you'd see it also, but the full moon, if, if you were working a night shift, and I generally didn't work night shifts. I was second shift and then went to 12 hours and worked primarily during the day and the weekends, which I loved. When I worked second shift, if you hit that or you had a night shift on full moon, you just knew you were in it for admissions. Like that's what was happening. And we had the sister hospital, which occasionally we would have to float over to, which was a women's hospital. And they would always generally be trying to call around the full moon of, we need some more people. <laughs> we suddenly have this massive influx of women who are giving birth. So there's so much to be said for how the moon has an electric, energetic undercurrent to our life in ways that it you know affects our planting. It affects pregnancies and when you're you know giving birth, it affects your mental health and anxiety, which, you know, is one of the things that we'll talk about today, too. Do you know if you were born on a full moon? I don't know. I, yeah, I have no idea. I looked mine up. I definitely was born on a full moon. Were you? On a full moon on a Wednesday. <laughs> I, I know I was on a Wednesday. I don't know what the moon cycle was. That'd be something interesting to look right. up. So yeah, so thanks for demonstrating that so beautifully <laughs> for us today. <laughs> on a personal level, I have Always pay attention to moon cycles when I'm teaching a class or I'm planning an event because it impacts the experience. While we're talking about the moon phases and cycles, there are eight phases to the moon itself. We'll start from the first one, waxing crescent, first quarter, which looks like the half moon, waxing gibbous, and then it's full, and then you go waning gibbous, last quarter, which looks like half going the other direction, waning crescent, and then the new moon, which looks like you can't see the moon at all in the sky. 
There is so much to be said about the moon, but for our format today and the purposes of trying to keep it more bite-sized, we're going to focus on the two most I would say, important phases of the moon, which is the new moon and the full moon and how those phases can impact manifestation and some things that you can do to make the most of those particular energies when they come around. When you understand more about these two phases, you can create a really loving manifestation practice that honors the creative power of the lunar cycle. Some benefits of honoring moon cycles are you have a renewal of intentions and energies on a regular basis rather than just I'm making my vision board and looking back on it occasionally. It's really helps to hold you accountable and keep you focused. You're energizing your manifestations regularly. You're flowing with the energy that's naturally available to you, which is what finding a flow is all about. And you're empowering your manifestation work with nourishing divine feminine energies, and I'd add intuitive energies as well. So let's start with the first phase that we're talking about today, which is the new moon. So the new moon is the phase where the moon is not visible at all in the sky. So it's when the sun and the moon are aligned. And the moon is very close to the earth. And because of its positioning, the illumination of the moon is not visible where we are from our particular perspective. So, and this is very symbolic what actually is happening in the sky because the new moon is like a reset. It's a bit of a clean slate. From this point on in the lunar cycle, so from the point of the new moon, the energy of the moon is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger and building until it reaches its climax, which is the full moon itself. So for manifestation, this clean slate, this reset, this is the time to have clarity, to experience and play with potential, to set your intentions, to set the course of what that moon's energy is as it's, you know, building towards manifestation within you. If you consider that what you put out is going to come back to you, you can see in the lunar cycle that in the new moon, you are planting the seed and that's building towards fruition and the harvest, which is what the full moon is all about. To make the most of the new moon, this reset time, it's a great time for reevaluating, for checking back in. What are your goals? And not just on a big picture perspective, but what what are you doing this month to move you closer towards what your goals are, what your dreams are, what your emotional alignment is? What is it that you're wanting to build and create? Not just on a physical, you know, tangible, like I want this new car, although you can definitely do that, but also what are you creating within yourself? What sacred space are you building? What are you inviting within? So setting that out in a very clear way. Uh, And this is the time to ground things. So that means to draw it into the physical by writing everything down, getting clear on what those goals are, doing some visualization work where you are 
uh, once you've created your goals, spending several minutes just focusing on the impact visually and the feeling and the emotion of the completion of that. It's setting the tone for thank you. I know I'm saying this and by saying this, I automatically am creating it. So thank you. So it's this acknowledgement. And also it's a great time to just build excitement. So it's a playful time because you're playing in, you know, potential and joy and, you know, it can be very fun when new life comes into the world, right? The beginnings of new life. And that's what you are wanting to think about with the new moon. So ground it, bring it into form, create something that represents that. And you can burn those pages too as a means of just releasing it into the world, letting go of it once you've created those intentions. Taking into account the moon's phase will help you know what's naturally in alignment. What do you, what can you flow with that's already there rather than having to swim upstream for? So aligning no matter where you are, like right now, we're only a few days from the new moon, from the next new moon. So this is a lovely time to be getting clear on all of that. But if you mark, okay, I'd like to be more conscious of the moon cycles, then not it's not saying that you can't do these things at other times. But it is saying if you can be more intentional about it, you can flow better. And it keeps you again accountable because every 28 days, you're having to, you know, check back in, have I done my part of the deal? Have I kept up my end of the bargain with the intentions that I was creating and the focus that I was creating in the new moon? So using the moon as a means of supporting you versus just again, having to swim upstream is where it's most helpful. So let's talk about the full moon. The full moon phase is when the moon's at its maximum illumination. So it's the opposite of the new moon. So with the full moon, the moon is opposite the sun in its orbit on the other side of the earth, and thus its whole face is illuminated and it's visible. So the full moon is when the power of the moon is at its highest. It's like make or break time. (laughs) So this is when things are most likely to come to fruition. So there's a lot of energy around things coming into form and you actually receiving them at this particular time. And as the full moon comes into its highest power, it immediately From that point on, it begins going into a waning cycle. So the full moon is this time of release. It marks a time of release. It's about experiencing things here and now and letting go. And it's completion of the harvest. So you've done all the work that you can do beforehand. And now it's about just receiving. It's about presence. It's about creating an openness and again, releasing and letting go, but doing so with a focus and intention on gratitude. This is also a time where if you're an empath, you may feel more wound up or anxious because the moon is connected with our emotions, the water organs of the body, which is the sacral chakra. So that's very emotional. It's the tides within us. So you can feel more anxious, maybe a little bit more stressed. You can also be feeling that around other people who are also having that same experience. And the full moon is when the shadow is more illuminated or when unresolved things can 
pop up again to remind you, oh, yeah, remember me that we still need to deal with. And that's where the gift and the beauty of I recognize you and I'm releasing, I'm letting go, I'm moving into the next stage can be. In manifestation, it's a great time to cleanse your house, to do a little bit of saging, to add a little bit of a blessing, to take a cleansing bath, to declutter for manifesting. So if you've used decluttering and rearranging things and change as a part of your manifesting process, it's great to do that at the full moon. Because anytime you're releasing and letting go, you're creating more space for something new to come within. And also things that are central around detoxification. That's great for the full moon process. So this is a nice time on a deeper human level for forgiveness work, for finding peace, for working on just letting go of any of maybe the habits that you've struggled with or the challenges that you've had around what you're manifesting and what you're creating. It's a good time for digging deeper there, but focus on gratitude and make it more of a joyful experience for you. So as we move towards final thoughts, when I first started out leading healing classes, I didn't pay attention to things like retrogrades and moon phases. It totally was not on my radar. I knew it impacted me, but it wasn't something that I thought about as far as, you know, scheduling and the other ways that retrogrades and moon phases can impact really everything. It's not just, you know, one element. But over time, fortunately, I got wiser and I did notice that it impacted things like attendance and the energy could either be really supportive for certain events or not as easy flowing, depending on what it was that I was teaching or what it was that we were doing in the the course or the class or the event that I was doing. And for years now, I always take into account the retrogrades and the moon cycles when I'm planning something, always. Like first thing I go to is let's see what's happening energetically. And I like to plan events for just before the full moon or on the full moon if possible because it supports, it's a very healing energy and it can support that. I avoid the waning moon whenever possible when I'm planning something special. I do feel that when you pay attention to the moon cycles, it really makes a difference in the quality of what it is that you're creating. In my communicating with your spirit guides online course, I mention how the gland that is the literal third eye in the body is photosensitive and it secretes melatonin. So doing things like harmonizing with the moon Being outside under the moon for moon bathing or being out under the stars is actually really good for your third eye and your intuition in a physical way. And I think that's not talked about enough, the healing impact of aligning with the moon. So I'm glad to bring some more awareness around this and to help you to support you in the process if working with the moon is new to you. If you're not sure when somebody says, oh, you know, new moon ritual or full moon ritual, what in the world they're talking about? If you're not sure, you know, what things are aligned for the new moon or the full moon, or how to honor those energies and harness them so you can continue to infuse your manifestations with 
extra power. I have made it easy for you. I have a free guide just to support you in this process. It's SedonaMedium.com forward slash moon. And you can download the free Manifest with the Moon guide. And again, it talks about sacred practices and rituals for the new moon and the full moon phases, what that means, how to honor them, and how to infuse your manifestations with a little, not even a little, I'm going to say a huge extra boost and alignment. So you can find that free guide at SedonaMedium.com forward slash moon. And if you know someone who's really wanting to develop their manifestation abilities this coming year, so if their focus in 2022 is really around aligning and creating and going for that flow state, that easier state, I encourage um, this is something to support that process and become a framework of how they're looking at the energies that's impacting them in really significant ways in an intentional way. So thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. We're so grateful for what we're able to share together. And I know that the Manifest with the Moon guide is going to support you in this process. Sending lots of love, light, and blessings. Namaste. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.